Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. I hope it's my new mic, so I hope it's working right. If you can't hear me, please let me know so I won't be talking to myself. But again, my name is Jeanette Abney, and I'm coming on to both Facebook Live, and I'm also I'm on the radio live, and I don't know why it's telling me I got 15 minutes left. Thought I did this right, but we'll see. But today's topic, we're going to be talking about unbelief. So if you are a pastor out there, if you are in ministry, if you know the word of God, I want to hear from you. Because this show today can help individuals gain a better understanding as it relates to unbelief versus disbelief. Now, we talk about unbelief, but I first want to first give honor to God who's the head of my house and my higher power. But I also want to say, and I want to thank you for blessing me this morning and waking me up and giving me the activities of my lab. Now, without that, with that being said, when we talk about unbelief, by definition, unbelief is a lack of religious belief, such as the absence of faith. Now, many individuals apparently get unbelief confused with disbelief. However, Disbelief is the unpreparedness, unwillingness, or inability to believe that something is the case. And that's why I find this topic to be interesting because as I was putting this show together, I was wondering, oh, why are you giving me this topic? Why do I have to um, talk about this? And part of it is because many of us have a disbelief as it relates to what's going on in our world today. Because there is so much stuff going on in regards to the coronavirus, in regards to kids returning back to school, in regards to what's happening in people's homes, and Lord, in regards to the heat, because it is hot as, oh, good Lord, out here. And I'm trying not to turn the fan on because I don't want it to interfere with the sound, but I'm burning up in this room. So but when we start talking about addressing it, a lot of times, like I said, individuals struggle with believing in something greater than themselves. When I was watching the Democratic Convention yesterday, and I commend our First Lady, or should I say, Michelle Obama, one of the things she talked about was the ability to listen. Our belief is based on a lot of different things, partly based on our perception partly based on our experience, and partly what we've been told. So now with that being said, what was you taught? What was you told? You know, my pastor used to say we had to think about being drugged to church, where many of us were drugged to church. But then, again, some individuals actually wanted to go to church. I was one of those kids growing up that I really didn't trust and believe what people were saying, and I had issues with preachers growing up. And I used to always say I had issues with preachers because my mama got pregnant by a preacher. But even though I learned that I could not just blame things or say it was the preacher, I had to realize and accept that there was something greater than man, that there was a higher power. And I want to hear from you out there in regards to when did you start believing or when did you stop believing? So give me a call at 
347-387-1914. And I want to say, hi, Hope. Yeah, we can't trust men because I think I kind of messed up even doing the time on the, the show today because it's telling me I got 11 minutes left, and I know I should have much longer than that. So, Hope, if you want to call in, I want to hear from you, too. Because I know that many individuals have been through many different things, and they learned or they experienced that they cannot do this all by themselves. Now, Hope, if you can't hear me because I know you're watching and I'm using this new mic, please let me know because I want to make sure that the mic is working because I don't know. Now, when we start talking about even unbelief, and I gave you guys the definition and the meaning as it relates in the Bible dictionary, which is also what I want to share, because I want it to be coming not only from myself as a therapist, but also in regards to what does the Bible say in regards to, okay, thank you, Cole, appreciate it. What does the Bible have to say as it relates to the unbelief? Now, and I'm clicking on this, and my computer wants to take forever, so that's another whole thing, but that's okay. When we start talking about that in the Bible, it says, and it indicates that we can remark that is a loss of language, that unbelief is the only word that can be used as the atheist to faith, for faith and belief. They are not exactly synonymous, but unfaith would be welcome, a welcome word with such said to be generally so misunderstood. Now, a lot of times, and I, I've had conversations with atheists, with an atheist before, and they kept trying to get me to join their groups, and it was, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm a believer. You're not going to tell me that God don't exist. You're not going to have me um, not believe because God has been too powerful, instrumental, and has shown himself in my life. And I can truly say, even being a business owner, I remember when I was going through some things, and my mother told me before she passed away, she said, baby, you're fighting a spiritual battle. And I didn't know what that meant. So by her telling me I was fighting a spiritual battle, I knew then I had to go back to church. And I did. And I went to Friendly Church of God in Christ, and I, I love Pastor Hammond and his wife. May they rest in peace. And the one thing he used to always say is I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in. And I admired him, but I still knew he was a man, but he was a good teacher. So when we start talking about belief, a lot of times it's what can you teach me? What are you showing me? How are you guiding me? And sometimes we got to believe and trust and let the Holy Spirit take control. And when, when my mother told me I was fighting a spiritual battle, I didn't know what she meant by that. I was literally clueless. But when I finally got to the point to where I had to learn to let go, let God, and believe and trust, I started seeing a lot of doors opening. I started seeing a lot of things that was happening that some would say it's a miracle. Because I'm going to say, it is a miracle that I am still in business after 15 years, after all I went through, and I do want to say that I'm supposed to be doing this today because the book about the making of a successful businesswoman, and I will say, Talisha, I will do my video today, even though me and computers and pictures and all of that, but I'm going to say that is when I knew 
I believed. That was when I knew I couldn't just trust. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but it's saying that I'm on there. I don't know what the deal is, but I can't even hear myself. Okay, so when we start talking about, again, I wanted to give you some information in regards to unbelief versus disbelief. And like I said, I don't know where my other people are that normally are on the show with me, but that is okay that they did not call in. I will just do my best to make it work and provide you with the information. Now, we start talking about why does unbelief appear to be increasing in this world today? And there's a lot of reasons. And I shared some of the reasons why unbelief is out there. But the Bible gave us a whole lot of answers in regard to that. And I want to read some of the things that I found in regard to, and it, it talks about God question. And part of this God question, it answered part of the reason in regard to that. And I'm trying to find, when I was looking for it, what they indicated when we were talking about that, like I said, for some reason, things are just so out of control today. But like I said, there's many reasons. There's a lot of different things. Like I said, people get into this, um, why does unbelief appear to be increasing in the world today? And one of the answers they indicated, it says, studies show that unbelief is indeed on the rise these days, and we're living in increasingly secular times. And unfortunately... Those who do not believe in the truth of Scripture often seem to have the loudest voices in the public domain. That's when we're talking about individuals, whether it's politics, whether individuals are dealing in something that's ungodly. It seems like their voices are louder than the believers. But then again, believers got to be careful with imposing their views and beliefs on other people. Now, Skeptics are becoming bolder and more vocal, and their influence is seen in education, entertainment, the court system, and the government. They have made significant progress towards their goal of having God's name entirely removed from the public realm. And to add to this, the fact that we are living in what some call the most biblical literate times 